Uh, you guys ready? One, two, three, one, two, three.
Thank you, Hit. Thanks, Les. Thanks, Fatso. some hellos uh first one here today was hangtown jen look at that morning ass we are in albuquerque new mexico going good well apparently going good does not include the time change bonus i'm first so no no bonus i was two hours early yes you were but hey you're here and that's all that matters jen and, and you're on the road and you should know what a clam digger is. A woman who is constantly scratching her dirty stink hole due to a case of chronic persistent chlamydia. Unclean women who are promiscuous are generally at a high risk, including prostitutes, tuna bitches, Paris Hilton, and other pickle ticklers. There you go, right there. Clam digger. Uh, the 303, hello ass. What's happening, 303? It rises, good morning. Jen, you took the southern route. Nice. Straight Fire says, well, uh, happy uh, day. ass family and Arnie. Fred says, good morning, ass family. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Kyle Miller says, morning, y'all. Oh, my lucky stars. Oh, the one and only bratty kid is in the house. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. No, no, nobody does fuck with the Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Swoosh says, uh, happy hump day. We'll right back at you. Hump day. Hump. Andrew says, hump day. Ask people, how are you today, my friend? Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Yikes. Our mama says, good morning, ass. Happy hump day. Well, look at that. Ogre, Buenos Dias Familia isn't chlamydia an ingredient in Bloody married drinks. Wait, that's Clamato. Uh, it's all red and gross. Jen, stop at Bucky's. Oh, yeah, you got to stop at Bucky's. Adam J. Buenos Dias, amigo. Are you in Hawaii right now? I don't know why my voice went up like that for Hawaii. Uh, but, yes, uh, Adam J. is in the house. Good morning, one and all. Holy shit. Okay, this is look, 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 look. Some morning routine. Mondays and Thursdays, I got to take trash out, get that out by 6.15. Got to take care of all that kind of stuff. Today was not a trash day, so I didn't have to worry about that. I said, you know what? I'm going to have me a McDonald's breakfast today. Went and got me the, the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. 
with the round egg, not that folded shit. Oh, man, that is heaven on earth. Came back, make sure that everything was uh, up and running on the show. Show's put together. All right. Go lay down and rest a little bit more. Kind of clear my head, get ready for the show, all that kind of stuff. And dumbass me decided to look through my phone. And oh, what did I find? They are doing a reboot of the movie A League of Their Own. Remember this one? Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Lori Petty. Uh, Back then. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell, Madonna was in it. Remember that movie? No crying. There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying. Roger Sornsby called me a a five-pound pack of shit in front of my parents. Did I cry? No. No. Why? Because there's no crying in baseball. Pretty much word for word right there. A little quicker than the movie, though. Um. So, so they're remaking this movie from 1992. So I guess 30 years is now a classic. Okay. Um, oh, Ogre, no, 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 no. This is not about transgender athletes. Well, we'll see. No, you remember the original movie? Oh, it, it's almost on that level. Hold on a second, guys. Don't get ahead of me. So the Women's Baseball League ran from, like, 1943 until 1953, somewhere in there. And, and after, it, after 1945, it was very sporadic it, it, because that's when all the soldiers came home after World War II was over because that's what this league was built for. Now, something happened in 1947 that forever changed baseball. And that was when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Remember I said in 1947, this league, this girls' league, though, they were all white girls. Remember the movie? They, they all wanted to get rid of Marla Hooch because she was so ugly? Well, not this time around. No, sir, Rebob. No, this is about integrating the Rockford Peaches. The same team. Okay, okay. That, 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 now, now, now you're saying, oh, my God. That's like, yes. And then they're going to dive a little bit into lesbian relationships. Oh, I love it. I love it. They have taken this movie and have shat all over it. <laughs> it was a good movie. But come on. That guy, uh, Nick, what's his name? Nick Offerman, the, the dude from Parks and Recreation. I guess he's playing Jimmy Dugan, the Tom Hanks character in this. <laughs> if it doesn't have any trans-Asian cripple players, I'm protesting. Will Tom Hanks be here to say there are no N-words in baseball? Jesus Christ, I'm so tired of the lesbian and gay stuff crammed down my throat. This is, to me, this is just too much. I mean, look, 
make a different movie. Oh, I, I'm sorry. This is this is an eight episode series. Uh, make it. You can have it with the girls' baseball league. It's fine, but don't use the Rockford Peaches. Zach says this movie sounds worse than Lightyear. Yeah, the flop Lightyear. By the way, Zach, you texted early about uh, Jerry Jones at a press conference. I'm saving that story for uh, uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy and I tomorrow. Oh, Jerry Jones stepped in it. But then you know what I thought about? What's he, like 75, 76 years old, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, multi-billionaire. You're a 76-year-old billionaire. Do you really give a fuck anymore? I mean, you're 76-year-old billionaire. You've got, like, this yacht that costs, like, a, 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 a trillion dollars to make. You said something bad at a press conference. Everybody's jumping down your throat. It's fucking hilarious. Name the team the Princess Peaches, and maybe they'll choke. V. Coop, I used that joke today. Oh, V. Coop supplied me with a great joke. <laughs> Why did Princess Peaches choke? Because Super Mario came down the wrong pipe. That shit's funny. That shit is funny. So, yes, uh, I, I, I don't know when this this wonderful new series starts. Oh, it's going to be uh, it premiered at Tribeca. It's going to be on the, uh, the whatchamacallit, uh, the app, the Amazon app. So, there you go. <sighs> I hope this movie brings up the mistreatment of Native American women and the struggles of humpback Mexicans, too. Otherwise, it's a feeble attempt to be inclusive. What about the Asian railroad ladies? Huh? I, I, I mean... This is so dumb. I, I and I'm not going to tell people who are, are storytellers to or or creative, but you can't be creative by ripping something off. This is not a league of their own. This is a different story about the look. Look, call it uh, their own league or some bullshit like that. This would be like if Rambo started taking ballet classes and we saw it. It kills people with ballet, but, you know, it, it's still not the same. So stupid. Now, yesterday we had something happen that is so fantastic. Dr. Anthony Fauci, you know. The, the 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 doctor to the stars, if you will. Uh, the, the the guy who told us uh, we got to be wearing masks, social distancing, everything. Get the get the vaccinations. Plop plop plop. He said uh, that he never called for locking anything down. In an interview on Monday, he said, "No, no, no, no. I I, I never." talked about locking anything down and what was the critical thought process that took you through it hmm. yeah the most crucial it was a decision to make oh, a recommendation. oh pardon me pardon me pardon me this is dr anthony fauci doing a holy cross 
I guess that's where he went to school because he couldn't get into Notre Dame. Uh, that that's where uh, he was taking questions from students. Uh, I think about uh, four or five months ago. Into the president, it wasn't my decision that I could implement. And when it became clear that when we had um, community spread in the country with a few cases of community spread, this was way before there was a major explosion we like we saw in the Northeastern corridor, Listen up. driven by New York City metropolitan area. Shh. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Uh, what, what, was that that? Was what was that? I took you through it to the president that we shut the country down. Wait a um, second. Now, now hold on, Dr. Fauci. You just said yesterday uh, that you never said that. Can, can we hold people to the fire? Can we please hold their feet to the fire for when they do say something? Nothing's going to happen about this. Why can't we fire this fucking guy? Any homeless in there? Oh, oh, wait, we forgot homeless. The woke word for decades now is woke enough. The powers that be uh, term it the unhoused because that makes it less stigma than homeless. A little rephrasing of the parts of the word. I still call them bum pieces of shit. Oh, Fauci, you went on and more. You said the results came in and you are full of shit. When I hear his voice, I just want to shove my head into my own ass. I mean, honestly... The man comes out and says on a talk show just three days ago, no, I never said to shut it down. And he's right there on tape. He's caught. When... I, I, I know that a lot of lawmakers are blind and, and they, all they see is their fucking, you know, lobbyist money coming to them and that's all they care about. But let's just do your job for a little bit. Can't we get rid of this guy? This guy has proven to be inept. Beyond ineptness. Your ass says, why does he sound like Colin Quinn? I think because he's from up there. He has a he has a very thick eastern accent. And I can't pinpoint if it's like Connecticut, maybe New Hampshire. Let's see. What was the most crucial decision you had to make during the pandemic? And what was the critical thought process that took you through it? That's even the most critical. Yeah, the most crucial. The most crucial thing was that he said he locked down the country. Mr. President, you have to lock down the country. No, I, I never said anything like that. And, and, and here's the shitter. Here's the shitter. It's that the hosts, they didn't say anything. Of course they're not going to say anything. They don't want to trouble this man, who I am honestly, I, I have to say, I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't been mentioned for, like, Time Magazine's man of the, I'm sorry, person of the year. I'm honestly surprised at that. As reliable as Alec Baldwin with a gun. No shit. By the way, by the way, everybody, uh, 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 Tony Dow, Wally Beaver, Wally Cleaver did not die yesterday. Remember, we, we had the breaking news, and I, I, I sourced it in two places, and they had it. 
that Tony Dow had died. He he's in hospice right now, his kids say, but he's not dead. Yet. Uh, it's easy for him to walk it back as part of the totalitarian uh, mindset as the U.S. federal government. He can just redefine shutdown as we redefine all words or phrases that contradict our previous situations. The ghost of Big Brother and Doublespeak looked down with beaming parental pride and current state of semantics. It's true. That, that is 100% true. What would Zach text here? Let's see. Uh, maybe the doctor should get a job on The View. That way no one will hear from him. Well, it's interesting that you bring that part up because how funny is this? Oh, come on. Uh, you know what? I, I found it here in a better spot. Hold on. Let's see. Make sure I can find it again. Um. And I was listening to Elvis this morning. It was good shit. Where, where did this thing go? Crap. Uh, no, not in there. All right, well, I guess I got to get it from here. Um, uh, Turning Point USA has issued a cease and desist to ABC News over defamatory statements on The View. Now, if I could click on that story, I would be really, really happy if I could find that story right now. Then I could read more. Oh, man. I'm glad that somebody is paying attention to the view that, that that sees all the same shit we see. There we go. Um, uh, the false statements of fact intentionally made during the views July 25th segment were unquestionably harmful to TP USA's reputation and brought the organization and student affiliates into disrepute with public uh, potential donors and current and future business partners. So what'd they say? Uh, 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 okay. So fat. Brendan, you're not fat. It's the shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's the shirt. It, that, that's me. what I it's keep saying. Classic. It's tight around the chest. Here we go. DeSantis uh, could take his place, and that's just as bad. I mean, there was a, this, turn, what do you call it, this turning point conference with all the smoke? What, what are they, smoking something down there? Or it's like, uh, whatever. Anyway, they were out there, neo-Nazis were in the front of turning out there in front of the conference uh, with anti-Semitic um, slurs and, um, you know, the Nazi swastika mm -hmm. and a picture of a so-called Jewish person with mm -hmm. exaggerated features, just like Herm like Goebbels did in mm -hmm. the Hitler in during the Third Reich. It's the same thing, right out of that same playbook. Mm -hmm. Okay, and DeSantis did not say anything oh, about it. Nothing. sake. All right, so so they're they're issuing this for slander reasons, okay? Yeah, yeah look, look, look. This is once again that whole thing that the media only tells you half half the truth. Once again, let's go back to when Donald Trump said there are good people on both sides, and I'm not talking about the 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 white supremacists. 
You see, because if there is a protest out there, and I don't think you really need this explained, but let me explain it. When there's a protest out there, there are people that are for it and against it, no matter what. Okay? Those are the people that Donald Trump was talking about. Not the whack job from Antifa and not the whack job from the fucking the white supremacist group. But everybody just stuck with the thing. Oh, there are good people on both sides. Cut. Turning Point can just say Kyle Rittenhouse and make a bunch of money. And isn't that going to be really interesting? I think that's when we see a lot of this bullshit, like with The View and people like that. We're going to see them start to, to get away from politics. Because you remember The View used to be about what, like menstrual cycles and boob jobs. Sure, they would talk like, you know, stuff of the day, but it didn't get political uh, uh, until about 10 years into its run because it's been on for like a million years. And then it turned, and, and everything has turned political. This is the sad part of our country right now. That we are at war with one another over everything that's political when uh, in 2015, seven years ago, there wasn't a political bone in our bodies for most of us. And then all of a sudden, everything happened. Yes, I'm blaming Trump, but I'm, I'm not saying he was good, bad, the ugly, whatever. But that's when everybody got involved. Zach, I don't know if these women could be more out of touch with reality, but the the thing is they don't deal in reality. They just don't. They're sitting on a show, and they're talking about, you know, big money and things like that, and where, where why aren't they helping the poor, and why aren't they helping the homeless? And, and these are women that just did a show, a series a week down in, like, Jamaica, and Whoopi Goldberg had like a $10,000 a night suite. And you want to tell me that she's relatable and, 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 and someone we should, should look up to because she's had it the same? She hasn't had it bad in fucking 35, 40 years. And I tell you what, I would have rather had it bad 35, 40 years ago than today. TBS TNT just got smart and dropped Samantha B. I look, I, 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 I'm tired of all the political shows on TV. I don't watch, you know, Trevor Noah. I, I, I never watched John Stewart. I, if I wanted to watch news, I watched news. And I did watch a lot of news. Because, yes, I was a dork growing up. I just hit it really well. Yes, they went to Jamaica because the U.S. banned abortion, yet Jamaica bans abortions. Now, now look, look, here's the thing. Nobody wants to talk. This is like the whole racism thing. Like, like when Tommy was on the other day and I was talking about the racism that, that lives outside of America, outside of Europe and things like that. 
if you look at the United States' views on abortion, we are quite liberal compared to the rest of the world. I mean, you got it so bad here that you can go from one state to another to get an abortion done. You get it done in another country, and they'll fucking kill you. Boy, I got to tell you, America is holding people down. Banning state expenses to Montana yet vacationing there. Claiming it was a private vacation, yet security is provided by the state government. Dying, you were a dork growing up, you just did hit it well. If that's the case, I was a supermodel growing up, I hit it well. <laughs> this is the we are at such a ridiculous time in our country, it, like, you can't take anything serious anymore. Once we get all hyped up on somebody and they say, Oh, I'm right, all of a sudden, fucking, you know photographs of this person and a little kid come out. It's like, or my favorite is the, is the, the, the bringing you down for things you did 10, 15, 20 years ago. You know, when it was okay. My absolute favorite is when they do that generations ago. And they hold those generations. And they say, well, and and they judge them by today's standards. Yeah, I mean, look, it's so ludicrous. It's so ludicrous that we became such a, a soft place where we can't say bad things about each other because, God darn it, words hurt more than sticks and stones now. (laughs) I'm just going to keep being me, though. That's all there is to it. If I see something funny, I hear something funny, I'm going to say it's funny. Uh, If the view gets canceled, I will think that is the most hilarious thing to ever happen. Well, what about the people that work on the show? Fuck you. Fuck you and the people that work on that damn show. You work on that damn show, you should be fucking fired. Not poisoning some fucking coffee mugs. By the way, we were uh, we were talking about uh, Donald Trump for just a second here. I just have to point out that he was right about something. Um about how Germany has been uh, dependence on Russian gas was noticed by the Washington Post. The Washington Post came out and said, oh, that's stupid to say that Germany would be relying on that, even though Donald Trump said it, and now it's true, and Germany even admits to their uh, needing and depending upon Russian oil. But that's, Donald Trump said it, that's a lie. Come on, Arnie, wake up. What does this say? Wait, 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 Judge. Uh, Ginny uh, Pyro takes media task for Kamala Harris's stuck defense. 
She is lazy and uninterested. Byro torches Harris for fretting about the difficulty of her responsibilities as vice president. That's awesome. That is fantastic. Oh, it's so hard to be the vice president. No, it's not. Please, oh, please, messengers of the Olympian heavens, let Joy Behar be caught calling Whoopi her inward. Oh, my God. And by the way, let, let's say that, you know what? You know what would be so funny, Ogre, is if she did say that. Then even Whoopi was in on it. Because we already know what's going to happen. Nothing. Poor Morgan Whalen. Poor little country singer Morgan Whalen says it, and he's canceled. Yet he still sells a shit ton of records, and he's selling out concerts. Because Americans don't give a fuck anymore. We're trying to right this ship. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? And it's your Friday? Woo! Nice. Douglas, good morning, my friend. I I wish I had... I Let's see. Uh, media react tries to rehab. Let's see. Let's see what this says here. So what no, I, I don't care about this. Um... We have a deep, almost spiritual connection. As President Biden stumbles and Democrats look for an alternative, the liberal media is hard at work trying to rehab the image of Kamala Harris. The New York Times essay blaming Joe Biden for the troubles of his vice president with the headline, Kamala Harris is stuck, and adding, quote, she is hampered by Mr. Biden's unpopularity, to be sure, but she has also not become the successful public face on any major issue, Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue, it's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. And get home. And get home. Get home, get you some collard greens, girl, like you did when you were walking through that airport as vice president. Liar. We can't be the only ones to see how inept these two are in office, can we? I mean, I, I mean seriously, I, I, I'm saying they're inept because, well, they're inept. It's not because of the initial in front of their name. It, it's a clown show. I mean, I, right? And we're all putting up with it. I mean, instead of playing Hail to the Chief, they should play that. Kamal's favorite speech is words or letters put together that create terms and actions. Those words are put together into sentences to express a thought or description. <laughs> Oh, now the good news here, Joe Biden will be able to resume physical exercise as symptoms almost completely are resolved. Thank God. Yes, I know. No, 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 you don't want that. Yeah, there you go. Just, hey, the doctor said keep him off a bike, though. That motherfucker would probably fall off a stationary bike. <laughs> and by the way, look, look. 
Joe, you can no longer ride the bike. Why don't you do what people your age are doing? Can't you see this? Like a big fucking mall. Joe Biden becomes a mall walker. <laughs> Secret Service is following him all around. He stops off at the old Dunkin' shop. You got to get me some donuts here, fellas. Hold on a second. <laughs> Joe Biden, mall walker. Stops in front of one of the, the taverns in the mall. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. 92% of Democrats in Iran would vote for you? Joe would say, holy, holy shit, look <laughs> at them donuts. He would say colors. <laughs> oh. Uh, the, oh, here, oh, here's the note they write out. Uh, physician to the president. President Biden completed his five-day course of Paxlov last night. His symptoms have now almost completely resolved. His pulse, blood pressure, respiratory rate, and temperature remain absolutely normal. His oxygen regulation continues to be excellent on room air. His lungs remain clear. Damn it. Did I say that? I'm actually riding the bus next week with a couple of my UNR colleagues. RTC is pushing using their electric buses. And staff and students ride for free. Should be interesting. The things I do for this job. LOL. Oh, man. All right, what are we going? Oh, oh yes, this this is a lovely announcement that the White House had yesterday. Um, hey, America, we're just going to let you know real fast. You know that strategic reserve petroleum that we have? You know, we kind of really, really hide it. We even kind of hide it from ourselves because this is our this is our last go-to stuff. We're going to go ahead and just sell 20 million barrels of it real quick. Uh, yeah, look, look, look. It should bring down gas prices a few more cents, hopefully. Uh, but 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 hopefully we can we can build up that strat- strategic reserve again. I saw one of those uh, one of those maps that that shows like where oil and stuff kind of supposed to be, and I guess there's there's a, a a part here in Texas that could supply America for the next like two hundred years. Can't drill for it, though, of course. I mean, what's going to happen in 2035 when car dealers are supposed to be done dealing cars that are, are, are gas-powered? And we're not there yet when it comes to the recharging stations. And I know that a lot could happen in the next, you know, 12, 13 years. I'm aware. I don't know if we're going to be there there yet, but, but what happens then? 
do we just wait for gas stations to go out of business? Will that be will will, will that be uh, Gavin Newsom's next swing of the hammer? By 2036, they want to see no gas stations standing in California. I just ask because I'm curious, that's all. But hey, keep it up. I mean, I mean, I think it's great. I do think it's great that we're trying other stuff. Now, speaking of trying other stuff, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, I got to say, we had a miracle happen. I And, and, and I truly believe this. Um, the NCAA announced... It's conference selections for the 2022 Woman of the Year Award uh, on Monday. Naming Columbia University fencer Sylvie Binder as the Ivy League pick over quote-unquote national champion transgender Leah Thomas. Oh, no. Oh, oh! the dream ends that she cannot be woman of the year her first year as a woman. Can, can we have a rule now? Because, look, look I, I, I don't understand all the, the uh, I- any of it. But if you are uh, uh, up for an award like woman of the year, can they put a, 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 like, to win woman of the year, you've had to have one period? Would that be wrong? Yes, a real woman won. Leah just got kicked in her balls. I think this is great. They take some fucking fencer. I mean, that's what she is. She's a fencer. She, hi yeah, uh, on guard. Not hi Jesus. Uh, on guard. And they're giving all these things about how many things she won and how many records she sat, set. I got to say this right now. I would be quite all right with that record not being the actual record. Like, you can put a big old gigantic, instead of asterisk, just put a big penis right next to it. The only period Leah Thomas has had is newspaper article sentence about her. Paya! I mean, damn. Paya! Oh, that's so funny. Monday's night's been narrowed the field down to 151 student-athletes, none of which are Leah Thomas, by the way. Can you imagine, though, just if she if she won? See, this is, this is where I don't get the... Uh, this, this is where I, 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 I get confused. Jesus Christ. 
I, I, I get confused with all this because on a college campus, they're all about Title IX and all this kind of stuff, but you can't turn your back on transsexuals. And now it's like women versus transsexuals. And we're not even talking just only white women. This is all women versus the transsexuals. Finally, an argument men can avoid. Oh, and it's not our fault either. That's the best part. This is not man's fault. You can say it's a man's fault, but that is not a man. I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. He ain't a woman. He ain't a man. He ain't part of my fucking pool. All right, what I said to, oh, my God, is this. Hold on, let's find this fucking video, shall we? You ready? Uh, Good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And um, what the shit was that? Hold on one second. Let's go back and and uh... of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And um... she is. Ma'am, I'm offended. I am colorblind. <laughs> I don't know what the color blue is. Yes, I just recorded that. That one is getting saved forever. Uh, I, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. What? Why? Really, with all these world leaders, with all these world leaders and all these dignitaries, you're, you're going to pull that shit. I will say this right here and right fucking now. I, I guarantee that none, no other world leader said what their pronouns were. They all probably looked at each other and go, what the fuck was that? Uh, I'm uh, seriously, this is ridiculous. In her defense, sometimes for recordings, they have to say that stuff. Yeah, I I understand that, but they have cameras on. This is like a, a, a big fucking news thing, and... You're supposed to do that at the beginning. Some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Oh, um, oh, oh, you know what? That's transphobic. She said she's a woman. 
She's a real woman. Remember, remember we came up with that delineation. She's a real woman. Colorblind? Nathan, call 911. Warbird says she's a fucking idiot. I asked my input into it. I'm uh, quoting the bartender from Pulp Fiction saying, My name's Paul, and this is between y'all. <laughs> Kamala's pronouns are re and tard. Why? 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 The second most powerful person in the world. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. The second most powerful person in the world is Kamala Harris. And she just did the she, her pronoun thing. Uh, I wonder if the vice president drinks a lot. I don't think she does. I, I don't know. Maybe she's, maybe whippets. Uh, maybe, I, I, but I'm not sure. Because there are a lot of times that she doesn't seem like she's all there. Elections matter. Flazzle dizzle. And when folks vote, they order what they want. Mm -hmm. And in this case, they got what they asked for. The pudding pops up the poop shoot. Flazzle dizzle. (laughs) Her shot of choice is the blowjob. And come on. I'll give credit to the Democratic Party that there is no way, no way they give her the nomination. And this is where that that guy, that story I was telling you about, about a, a big company coming in, swooping her in to pay her Hundreds of millions of dollars. She's, I'm just going to say it right now. She's not good enough to be our president. She's not. She hasn't done anything. What can you point to besides her locking up more people for longer terms than they were actually sentenced in California? What what has she done? She do anything as a senator? No. Sure as fuck isn't doing anything as vice president. The 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 immigration czar that she's been appointed. She's got a job. She she's so lost. This is this is nothing more than a a horrific rom com. Where the ditzy gal gets it. This is the movie Working Girl. I I, I just can't anymore when it comes to talking about this. It's hard to take anything in Washington, D.C. series. And they're not joking around. I mean, look, look how much they fucked with us with the mandates. Look how they held everybody down. These are not people to fuck with, but I can't take them seriously because they say shit like my pronouns are. If Joe Biden comes out and says that, I hope we fucking 
impeach him immediately for not being a man. Oh, oh, wait, no, wait, hold on, we'll do that. Oh, wait, we got a fight video? Oh, Chip sent me a fight video. Hold on a second, here we go. Okay, it's from the Twitterverse, let's see. Oh, I, I can't get the video now? No, I don't want to sign up. It wasn't that great of it. It, it was a fight at the Red Sox game where, where players were against, or fans were against each other because they're idiots in Boston. She can suck some mean Russian dick for gas and oil. No, no shit to that. Arnie, how can you say that? Just like every time, it is time for her to do what she's been doing, so that's the time every day. You're right. You're right. What am I saying? Good God almighty. Well, it wouldn't be another day ending in Y if we didn't have a story about Brittany Griner and how she testified in Russian court as the U.S. works to secure her release. I thought about this, and here's my question. Why do we give a fuck? Gold 49er blood, chicken sex with me, yeah. Um, what has Brittany Griner done? Won a college national championship, okay. I don't give a fuck if she's won a WNBA championship because, well, nobody gives a fuck about that. What's she done? Did she cure cancer? Did, did she save a, a, a burning building uh, of orphans? Did, did she do any of that? I, I, look, I, I, I'm just trying to fit in here. I, I, I don't know what she's done. It's just the basketball. So we're expending all this energy in the State Department to wrangle someone home, and I'm sure her family, look, 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 her family should be calling for them to bring them home and all this kind of stuff. I, I don't have a problem with that. That they, they miss their loved one. The problem is, is that she admitted to the dope, Frazzle Dizzle. She admitted to it. She admitted to bringing it there hastily, but wait a second, see... See, a good prosecutor would see through that and they would go, wait a second now. If this is prescribed to you, you're going to make sure you bring it with you, right? Well, then why did you say in earlier texts or in earlier statements that you accidentally put it in your luggage? Now you're claiming you knew it was there because it's prescribed to you. I don't know about over in the United States of America, but if you lie to us here in court, that's really bad. Like, like we're, we're, we're going to give you borscht, but, but twice as much. And if you don't eat it all, well, you don't leave. But once again, what has she done to command this? 
there aren't a lot of people that you would go, okay, you got to save them. Like, let, let, let's put some people in place in Russian prisons. Here you go. Uh, I'll be a homer on this one. What if Stone Cold Steve Austin got thrown in a Russian prison? Do you think that the State Department would be working to get his redneck ass out of there? Uh, that's a big negative there, uh, Ghost Rider. United States isn't going to do a damn thing. In Russian women's prisons, do they have the contest eating borscht and pierogies just like eggs and cool hand Luke? Beets are the devil's testicles. Amen to that. Oh, God. Fucking love borscht. Yeah. What about The Rock? What if The Rock was doing something that he shouldn't have? He had some weed or some steroids that he wasn't supposed to, and he got busted with them. Do you think we would be breaking down all these doors in the State Department to get The Rock back? Because he's a lot more famous than Brittany Griner. It's half black. This is the... (laughs) I know I I say it too much. I, I, I need to come up with new words. This is the most disappointingly stupid we've ever been as a country. That people are hanging on this story day in, day now. I, I mean, they have all the internet blogs about it. They're following this. And these are not people that are related to Brittany Griner. And you're saying, bring her home. Well, it's illegal here. Bring her home. Bring her home. So if we bring her home, that means Russia loses a lot of face. Bring her home. Okay, bring her home. I'm fine with that. She gets busted with a crime here. She gets busted with pot here. Or she's not supposed to have it or something worse. Guess what? We're going to send her back to Russia. How's that? How's that? Is that an even trade? I I, I mean, the gun dealer they were talking about, you know, that they wanted to trade, that guy is probably on the out-out way responsible for thousands of deaths in our country. She hasn't entertained thousands of people in her whole career. Yeah, how come Michelle Obama hasn't held up a sign or a meme that says, bring our Britneys home? I don't know. They, you know, that's interesting. That is very interesting, Ogre. Something I haven't even thought about. Where are the Obamas on this? <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Putin might give her back strapped to a nuke. That's a very, very interesting thing. Why are the the Obamas 
Because I believe she won her national championship during his eight years in office. He's a hoop guy. <laughs> Barack's too busy getting his pap smear. <laughs> so I guess she's going to take the stand. Oh, say the wrong stuff. Just come on. Say you're there looking for Balky Bartokomets of Perfect Strangers. He and Cousin Larry told you to come over and visit and bring some hashish. The Obamas are too busy running the White House for Joe. It's the WNBA. They don't care either. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny stuff. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. Radio one at gmail.com. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of listener mail. Coming up next here on The Big Show. A one, a two, a one, two, three, go. And the girls all get prettier at closing time. How they all begin to look like movie stars. How the girls all get prettier at closing time. When the change starts taking place It puts a glow on every face Of the fallen angels Of the backstreet boys If I could rate them On a scale from one to ten I'm looking for a nine But eight could work right in A few more drinks And I might slip To five or even four when tomorrow morning comes And I wake up with the number one I swear I'll never do it anymore How the girls all get prettier at closing time How they all begin to look like movie stars How the girls all get prettier at closing time When the train starts taking place Puts a glow on every face of the fallen angels on the backstreet ball. Criticize the girls at all Cause I'm no Robert Redford Even overhaul But we all picture in our minds A girl that looks just right <laughs> now, Ain't it funny, ain't it strange The way a man's opinions change yeah. When he starts to face that lonely night All the girls all get prettier than how they all begin to look like movie stars How the girls all get prettier at closing time When the change starts taking place It puts a glow on every face of the fallen angels On the backstreet bars oh, oh. The fallen angels On the backstreet bars 
some out. I, I think I've got some good ones in there. We will see on Friday morning. Uh, let's see. Uh, haha, perfect punctuation from from left field. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, we got to do mail, though, first. Uh, and, and as you know, mail is brought to us each and every week by the fine folks at JS Flooring. The best floors in the West. The rest? Well, let me just tell you. The rest have been caught. They've been caught doing something, and it's kind of gross. Uh, they've been doing it this at, at houses that they've gone to. Um, they go and they 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 pretend they're going to put a bid in, and then they look for your waxing papers, like you ladies that wax at home. They look for that, and they have been caught breaking into waxing salons all over the West. Stealing that so then they could glue them on 
to their rubber sex dolls. It's disgusting. It's weird. It's gross. They have a club for it. And the way you get in the club is you have to say the sign, Harry makes me marry. So they're disgusting. You know who doesn't get turned on by the phrase, Harry makes me marry, is my good friend Jesse over at JS Floors. He, he doesn't have time for all that mess. He's putting in great quality floors that you want him to. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. All right, let's, let, let, let's get to bail, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, right. now what the fuck do you want? All right, first one. First one, they, they have a question for me, so I, I, I feel the need that, that, that I have to help them, which means we have to jump into song, and we'll just do a, a couple of uh, gold standards. And I'm feeling a little, uh, I don't know, a little froggy maybe this morning with one of them. number one. That's because Jesse prefers hardwood floors. You're goddamn right. You know, I was like, huh? Yeah, you don't want to, if you need to get flooring done, call JS Floors. Don't call anybody else. They're weirdos. Now it's time to ask, ask him a question. He's fat, really, really fat. He looks like a goddamn building. He eats and eats and eats. Likes each and everything on the buffet. If you ask him now, he'll fuck a cow. Bitch, a fucking slut. Some even call her a cunt. But ask him right now. 
of ice cream. Yes, I said it. I love ice cream. Sundays, old-fashioned cones. Hell, I don't care. I'll eat it from the carton. Which means I relate to you. And you who should consider me a friend. But if you don't, well, that's okay. Go fuck yourself. For what is a man if he's a fat, if not himself? Then he will crap. None of these words make any sense. But you are still listening. You ask him now. He fucks a freestyle by the way all freestyle there at the end uh platinum baby everybody's laughing i didn't realize sinatra was still alive solid gold <laughs> if you're thinking about oh, buying I, solar panels stop that now okay uh let, let's get back to the emails your singing could single-handedly break the will of the hardest terrorist that is the first full-length uh ask arnie song I did not write down any of the words. We might not do that again because, as you hear in there, I understand that I don't make any sense in some of that. All right, this is from Sarah, Sarah Kana. Uh, Arnie, I was wondering if you had any advice for someone who wants to go into comedy. My son is a very funny young man, and his dream is to do stand-up. I've gotten these before. Uh, I know that you've done some stand-up in the past and was wondering what kind of things I can tell my son to expect. Thanks for your time, and I really hope you keep your stand-up comedy going. You are fantastic. Well, thank you. Uh, I have been writing. Uh, I've got some good stuff that I I think it's good stuff right now. I'm still working on it. Uh, What to tell your son? Look, it's a lot harder than it seems. Lyrics made more sense than Bad Baby. Well, thank you. Um, your son has to realize that the life of a stand-up comedian is not all Kevin Hart. It's not all Dave Chappelle. No, no, it's Carlos Rodriguez. It's Ellis Rodriguez. Uh, it, it, it's all those comedians that work in and out of Laughs Unlimited, and they, they, they work at, at, at other com- punchline, all these other places, right? Those are comedians. 
People are out there doing it day in, day out. Busting their ass, living out of suitcases. And and the truth about comedians is this, is that they are very, very, um, they're, they're shy people. They're going up on a stage and saying, I want you to like me. Can you handle when they don't like you? Can you handle a heckler? Can you do all that kind of stuff? Look, look. Yeah, tell your son to start his drug habit now. Uh, Indians, India version, are offended at your relations with cows. Yes, yes, I, I am aware. Uh, tell them to do, uh, as the parent here, this is what I'll say. Uh, tell them to do a few open mic nights. Anywhere between like five and ten open mic nights. If you can get through those, and you're going to see the exact same people at each and every one of those, people want to be comedians because they think it's an easy job, but it's it, it, it's a tough job. It's a hard-ass job to be the jester for people because if you suck, they're not going to laugh at you, and you're going to feel like shit, and you're already a person that has self-esteem issues because you are a comedian. I'm not trying to talk them out of it. I, I, look, I talk this way about everybody wants to see the glorious positions of every job that's out there. And that's fair because maybe one day you'll achieve that. And I'm not, I, I'm not here to hold anybody down and say, oh, you'll never become anything or anything like that. Because, fuck, I don't know. But do you have the will and the, the fortitude to stick it out? Asked of me in my radio career, can you come up with shit every single fucking day? And if it sucks, we're going to call you out live on the air. You okay with that? I like the job so much, I said yes. I, I'm glad that you're standing behind your son and, and you're, you're encouraging him. I like that. Now, Sarah, here's the real question. And I think everybody's wondered this. Is he funny because you're his mom or is he funny? You gotta ask yourself that. If he's funny because you're his, he he you're his mom, you better be there at all those open mic nights to fucking greet him when he's fucking not laughed on stage. And here's the thing, you don't get a lot of laughs at open mic nights because a lot of the people there are open micers and they're trying to remember their stand up. They're not paying any attention to yours. They pay attention to it. That means your son's got something, and I hope he does. I'm rooting for him. We need more comedians out there. We need people that aren't afraid. And, and by comedians, I mean the, the, the true comedians that aren't afraid to be canceled. I'm tired of all the... the I, I, we need the canceling to stop. Dave Chappelle pretty much beat it. You know, we need comedians in our society more than anything else. They failed to tell you that you will also take the fall for other mistakes when they blame you, especially out of jealousy, that you start a stand-up comedy act. Yeah? Oh, look, man. I will say this, though. As a a functioning addict on this earth, as I'm in recovery for drugs and alcohol, still have an addictive personality, 
the rush that I got on stage from the Silver Legacy show that I did, oh, I get close to that each and every time I go on stage, and that's why that's why I chase that dream. I chase that feeling. When that first joke hits and you know you've got your audience and you're going to hold on to them for another 59 minutes, there is, there, there's no greater feeling. Louis, Louis C.K. beat it too. <laughs> but uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Connor, uh, hopefully your son's name, not John. That'd be terrible, but... uh. Good luck. Tell him good luck. I wish him well. It, 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 if he starts doing good, you know, write me back. Maybe I can pass on some names to him, and he can get to meet them. Chappelle is playing Santa Rosa. The LGBTQ tried to get the show canceled. 450 signatures. Wah, wah, wah. He just had a show in Minneapolis canceled. He still got paid, so it really doesn't matter. You're going to get mad at somebody. Don't get mad at Dave Chappelle. Kid Rock had a show this weekend that got, got canceled in, uh, was it South Dakota? It was, it was in one of the Dakotas, and it got canceled because it was so windy there. And people went fucking berserk, started tearing shit dead on the stage. When I saw that Chappelle, the, the show was uh, canceled in, in Minneapolis, I wasn't surprised. I mean, you remember that school that he went to and he was going to donate all this money and they were going to name a wing after the, 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 uh, they were going to name the stage after him and the auditorium after him. And then a bunch of students said, no, we don't want to do it. He still gave them the money because that's what Dave Chappelle does. Dave Chappelle's the kind of guy who says what he does and then does it. There's some big developer in Ohio that wanted to buy a bunch of land by where he lives. Dave Chappelle didn't want a big fucking, he didn't want that coming to town, so he bought the land. Everybody wants to say, genius move on his part. He didn't want neighbors, didn't want a fucking whole new subdivision coming in, he bought the land. Puts his money where his mouth is. So, there you go. And don't even think that your son will appear to that level because that's a level that's not seen very often, the Dave Chappelle level of stand-up comedian. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? All right, uh, Swoosh23 sent me this. Uh, boom, what a tackle. Woman running on a soccer field in her bra and secure. Okay, we gotta t- I got to watch this. Let's see. There we go. A security guard's tackle on a shirtless female pitch invader at an NRL game on the Gold Coast is now under review. The woman has told 7 News she has no regrets. It started with this. My actual biggest goal in life has been to actually... She wants to run on, on the pitch. Titans fan Javon Johnson interrupting the Eels vs. Titans game last night. 
Oh, she got away from first security. Second, boom! Boom goes the dynamite. He Terry's hated the shit out of her. This is what I love. The Titans are working oh. with Seabar Super Stadium and their security. Provider. That was awesome. One of the fans was like, "Oh, crikey, mate!" That bitch got taken. What did you think was going to happen? Hey, assholes that want to run on professional sports fields, you deserve everything. Oh, damn it! Crap! I can't. I I, I don't know where. Let's see. Uh, oh, there it is. Here we go. How about the thing this? that's different about a verbal vacation home? There we you go. always have the whole place to yourself. There Just you, you and your people. Skip that. A security guard's I'm gonna watch this shit it again. Started with Titans fan Javon Johnson interrupting the Eels vs. Titans oh game boy, last comes. night. She gets away from one guy and boom, shakalaka! Listen to this guy. Security guards' actions are being what investigated. The Titans are working with Seabar Super Stadium and their security provider to get a full understanding of the incident. I thought they probably should have taken her down a little bit easier than that, but anyway. Shut up, field. pussy. Um, open slather, I suppose. Titans chairman Dennis Watt Ooh. described the tackle Get as heavy-handed and over-the-top. Shut up, dick. Okay, okay, then you let the, let it go. Let it go. Spear and spear. Good God, she's dead. You think anything would happen if someone ran onto an NBA court? Yeah, they would see what running looked like. No, if you, look, I believe this wholeheartedly. If you run onto a sports field, a professional or even college sports field, you deserve every bit of punishment that is coming your way. Oh, either security going to light you up or one of the players is. Remember the asshole that went onto the fucking ice in like Philadelphia and he took on the Flyers? Yeah, he got the living shit beat out of him. She even said she didn't deserve it. She said if she was a man, no one would care. No, nobody would give a shit. So they hit this fat fucking, like, Persian-looking girl. Took her ass down. Don't come running on the damn court. Do we not remember Monica Sellis? Hello? Bitch got stabbed. She got stabbed on the court because some asshole ran down there. Hockey players pray for assholes to run onto the rink. No shit. I mean, this is like this is like one of those when you have to have a discussion if Lincoln Kennedy went wrong. Remember he played for the Raiders and he got hit in the eye with like an ice ball or something? And he went up into the fucking stands and whooped the shit out of the dude that threw it at him? And once again, Lincoln Kennedy was wrong, and the NFL players should. But was he? 
Was he? I mean, you get hit in the face with a fucking, you know, an, an icicle or whatever. You got a guy who probably grew up where you can't hit him in the face with anything. God, we are so fucking soft. Oh, uh, I, I think that we should have been nicer to her. Oh, that was a little much. That tackle was a little much. Sure, it was interrupting the game, and people paid hundreds of dollars to be there, but she's just a young girl having fun. So is this something now that we're going to have to expect? A bunch of ugly fat chicks running around football and, and, and baseball fields? Oh man, the world is ending, people. I'm I, I, I'm just I, I'm here to tell you the, I, you can no longer break the glass to get me out. When you need a man and 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 you you need one quickly, don't, don't break my glass, y'all. It's not worth it right now. She found out. Denver fans threw snowballs with batteries on hard packed ice. Or even the Pacers when Ron Artest and the crew beat the Pistons fans. Yeah, them motherfuckers went up there. Now, that's a different story. That was Pistons fans. And look here, Pistons fans, I think, could stand there. And they stood toe-to-toe with NBA players. They're from Detroit, for Christ's sake. Uh, Swoosh also sent me this yesterday. And, and I touched on this on Monday. I told you it was happening. The Choco Tacos are no more. They have said adios to the Choco Taco. Those people at Klondike, Mr. Klondike. That, hey. They're going to take it away for six months. Remember when Hostess went away? No more Twinkies, no more Ding Dongs. And they came back. Sure, they taste a little different, and they were a lot smaller. But they came back. But the Choco Taco will live on. Someone will make the Choco Taco again. I hope they reenact this on Ted Lasso. Shit, as a ticket holder of that game, I'm hoping for a jerk-off to run on the field. It's like the band playing unplanned songs for the concert. You're getting your money's worth. Amen. Klondike is clearly homophobic and racist. They're against black lesbians. There are plenty of Choco Tacos to go around. (laughs) Um, all right, uh, let's see where we got back here. Okay, let's go here and then go to, uh, this here. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was just searching the internet and I came across a video of some guy using like eight sticks of butter to make a steak. Have you ever had, had that or tried that? It looks like it'd be pretty good, but that does seem like a whole lot of butter. That's from Glenn. Um, I've seen these videos where these guys melt all this butter down. Usually what happens is they melt all these butters down, and then they submerge a cold steak into that, and they cover it with the butter, and then they freeze it. And they age it for, like, anywhere up to 100 days, I guess. I don't want any of that 100 days age shit. Uh, but when, when they break it out, they cut it off. They put it right in the pan with the butter on it, and it cooks in there. I guess butter does amazing things. Look, if you got time to do that, and you got, you know, 
eight sticks of butter to mess with fucking one ribeye, go ahead. I'm not a big fan of the whole reverse sear and do all that kind of stuff. I mean, if the steak is thick enough, then I have to do the convection thing. But as far as like, you know, you, 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 you cook it on the grill for two minutes each side and you put it in the pan, you sop butter all over it. Oh, you're right. There is no such thing as too much butter. But eight sticks of butter, that, that's going to get costly there after a while. And I've seen this damn video now twice. And I don't know what to make of it. Do I want to try? Yes, I do want to try it. I want to try it very bad. But you uh, you season your meat, salt and pepper, of course, and then you cover it with the cheese packet that you get with the, the Kraft Mac and Cheese. Right? You let it sit. And then I, I saw some guy who sous-vade it, who puts it in the water. I didn't got one of them. But some other guy put it in the, the air fryer, 400 degrees for like like 14 minutes, and he flipped it at 7. Came out looking pretty decent. I I don't know if I want to do that yet. Uh, I just tried reverse here on a porterhouse over last weekend. Pretty damn good. Oh, I've done it. I, I, I have done it, but look, I, I'm pretty easy. My, my, my steak recipe is really easy. Here you go. Let it sit out for about an hour or so, get room temperature, salt and pepper it. My binder, and a lot of people don't, I use it as a binder because I like it better than just the salt and peppers. I cover it in barbecue sauce. Grill it on one side, three and a half minutes. Grill it on the other side, three and a half minutes. Let it sit for about 10 minutes. Boom. Done. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. There you go. There's my steak recipe. And it took you seven minutes. You're going to go, wow, holy shit, this is really good. That's why I'm here. That is why I'm here. Uh, Next one here. Let's go. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here, listen up, it's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, my husband is driving me crazy. All he and his buddies are talking about right now is getting ready for fantasy football. No matter where we are, if we're like doing couples night out, I have to hear all the damn spats for the Denver defense again. I'm going to lose my mind. Please, if you can help me, I would so appreciate it. That's Mary. Mary, I can help you right now. If your husband's looking at the Denver defense, he's going to lose this season. Tell him to stay away from the Denver defense. Uh, I thought the same thing. My stakes out turned out good when I reversed here, but I will uh, uh, doing uh, again. All right, good. Hey, man, that's cool. Uh. I, look, I hate. I, I'm not the guy to talk fantasy football with. I, I'm sorry, I'm not. I, I I know that makes me kind of a dick, and I've never done it. And I'm proud to say I've never played fantasy football. Everybody always asks me, Arnie, why don't you play fantasy football? You know a lot about. 
I can't root. I can't ever root against my team. And at some point, somebody's going to be playing that I drafted against one of my teams. And I'm not stupid enough. I'm too competitive to just take all Dallas Cowboys because I know that's not going to win it. I just, like I said, I I can't. I can't root against my team ever. I can't say that stupid phrase. Well. Hope the Cowboys win, but I hope Dak Prescott has a bad day. I already know Dak Prescott's going to have a bad day, which means I'm going to have a bad day. To help you, though, because that's what you're looking for here, Mary, uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, when y'all are at dinner and they start talking about that, if there's a lull, start talking about lady problems. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, there's leakage. Maybe you spotted, or I, I, I don't know. I just know that these are some terms out there. Menstruation talks always gets guys to shut up. So I would say start it, man, may, chick up the conversation as much as you can. If you can mention a fallopian tube here or there, oh, that's gold. You will shut those men down. Come on, Dak is one and three in the playoffs. Solid. I don't know if I'm happier that his record is one in three, or that he's been to, I, uh, like he's been to the playoffs more times than Romo, and Romo was there for fucking nine years. But yeah, uh, Mary, if you want you want to fuck things up, you want to get them to shut up about that, you start doing that. Call it period talk. I don't care. That's my feeling on fantasy football. But my brother and his son have been working on me after three years. They talked me into it. I'm uh, I'm playing this year, but I told them I'm picking all Cowboys if I can. Your out says fuck Romo. Amen. Worst fucking human being ever. Struggle's real when you're against your favorite players. Throw in moist and discharge. Yes, the, oh, discharge is wonderful. Discharge, that, that's just such a weird word. Was there any discharge? What, did you mean did I ejaculate? Wouldn't that be funny if you used that wrong? Man, I, I picked a zit the other day and I ejaculated all over the place. Whoops-a-daisy. No, that's discharge. Why do we have to have so many different names for things that are doing the same? Like, if you pop a zit, that shit's going to go flying, right? But that's discharge. But, you know, if you're polishing the bishop, that shit's going to go flying. That's ejaculation. What's the difference? Maybe that could be your conversation that you have with the men. Yeah? Zit ejaculated. Yeah, there you go. So, so Mary, I gave you the prescription right there. Hey, girls, have you ever wondered? You started off like Andy Rooney. Have you ever wondered why it's called discharge when you, like, pop a zit? And then ejaculation when, like, their guy, you know, finishes? Karen, you know your husband does it the quickest. Whoops. At least that's what we've heard. 
Oh, that's a good time right there. That man, I, I can I can imagine it now. All these couples sitting around like a an awesome blossom. Maybe they got some, you know, fruity drinks. Maybe like a blue drink here and an orange drink here. One guy's got a beer. And the guys start, well, fantasy football. Oh, hey, oh, Patrick Mahomes, this, that, the other. As soon as you hear that, boom. So, girls, is it weird that it's called dis? Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Talk about blood clots. There you go. You'll get those guys to shut up or leave, one of the two. And those guys will be happy to do either. Uh, all right, next one here. Yes, let's, let's go to the next one. Blood clots. Jesus Christ. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Lardy. It's me. Uh, Do you really think that this whole Gavin Newsom to the White House is an actual plan? You said they could legally get away with it, but to think that we could actually have a president that didn't get one single vote, the Democrats proved that they can rig elections. Now they just name new people into office? November can't get here soon enough, and that is from Patrick. Uh, Yes, it is legal. It's all legal. But the, and this isn't my theory. I, 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 I played this off from what I heard. I don't know why Gavin Newsom was at the White House when the president was in Saudi Arabia. I don't know why Gavin Newsom was meeting with the chief of staff of the president. Battle born in Nebraska. Uh, happy, very, very happy uh, Pump day to you, my friend. Glad you could make it. Um, I mean, that's the million-dollar question is what was Gavin Newsom doing at the White House when the president was in Saudi Arabia? Could I see this plan going into effect? I just... I, I, I'm about 88% sure that Kamala Harris would would resign from vice president if she was offered some kind of lucrative, crazy job. I'm not 100% on that yet. I'm 100% on the fact that that Newsom would come in as vice president, and then a few months later, Joe Biden would step down. Gavin was meeting his boyfriend, Pete Bootygig. That fucking guy. They're talking about possibly he running again. Come on. Really? Nobody likes Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete is a fucking turd. Why is Gavin flying to the White House on California taxpayers' money? Well, the real question you should ask is why is he flying to Montana on taxpayers' money, a state that that, uh, California said they were no longer doing business with? Now, possibly, and I think Ogre put this up, that he can pay for his own, uh, uh, you know, travel and all that, and the state doesn't pay for it. What about the security? That state, they're going to have to look into that. 
Technically, ejaculate can also refer to a sudden spouting of a word or words. I've read it in old literature like, it's going to rain, he ejaculated. So in other words, you can ejaculate from your mouth, but you don't say it's going to rain. He just totally different meaning. Yes, totally. Um... Hold on, I gotta respond to this. Uh, Friday is cool. There you go. Kamala speaks so eloquently. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know why Gavin Newsom was out there. I don't know if they had pending business at the White House of what rights they wanted to get rid of. What are we at today? Uh, the Second Amendment still? Okay, yeah. I'm crashing that one down. The CHP is Gavin Security, and he didn't cover the bill on his personal trip to Montana. Well, there you go. There's a problem. Because remember, he said the state of California won't do business with Montana. I don't know if this is over abortion or if this is over COVID or whatever, whatever pissing match they lost. See, and it, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that Gavin Newsom's got like a vacation home in Montana or that's where his in-laws live or some bullshit. You know, he's got property up there. He just doesn't seem to me. I, I don't know where to peg him. If he's a, 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 a rough around the edges man or if this guy is just uh, like, you, you know, he probably he probably wears some sort of sleep mask at night. By the way, you lose all guy credibility if you sleep with a mask on your face at night. I'm just telling you. Yeah, you can wash your face. You can do that. I'll, I'll even let you exfoliate. But you put a mask on your face at night, you've lost guy. That's like using product in your beard and your hair. Boy, I saw a guy the other day. Holy shit, boy, this guy had a fancy beard. I mean, it was squared up, V'd down perfect. Hair was kind of up in a big pompadour, perfectly done. And I looked at him like, well, he's kind of a fat, ugly dude. I don't know why he's got spent so much on his hair and stuff. He's going to sit with other guys. No, it was not CP. No, no. No, I didn't say the hair was gray. And I know that bugs him. (laughs) But I was like, that's not a man. Oh, but yeah, CP with the fucking, with product, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got tons of that. Said it before and I'll say it again, Gavin leads by the rules for thee and not for me. Fucking peasants questioning what I spend their money on. Can we refer to Gavin Newsom as Governor American Psycho? He does. He has a, he has a Patrick Bateman look to him and a Joker look to him. I think Christian Bale would have been a better Joker than Joaquin Phoenix. He kind of has the face for it. Could this same bearded asshole use the pronoun she, her? I don't know. I'm watching him walk to the table. I'm like, man, oh, man, that guy spent a lot of money on product that ain't ever going to work. He's the kind of guy who just now got into Axe body spray. 
Hey, guys, have you heard of this thing called Axe? It is the coolest. I don't even have to shower. Or when I shower, I don't have to clean that area between my ball sack and my asshole. I just spray some Axe there, and it's all gone. I made a California Psycho t-shirt with Gavin on it. Get a lot of compliments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're trying to groom him for the White House, but I don't see any chance of it happening unless it's his back doorway. Gavin Newsom has given uh, See, there's a big difference in state-run elections and then national elections. State-run elections, you're going to get a polished guy like him going against somebody like Larry Elders, who was not that polished of a guy. The Republicans are, are, are they, they don't have a lot of stronghold in California, and they don't know, so they're not going to waste their time polishing up somebody great in California just to take on Gavin Newsom. But the shit that he's done in California, all you have to do is show a picture of San Francisco before Gavin Newsom and a picture now. That's all you'd need. And then you could put the word, you could scratch out San Francisco and then put the word America. I think, I think, you know what? I'll make this prediction. Now, I'll probably never see it, so thank God. I believe Gavin Newsom could be the next Joe Biden. Maybe not. Maybe it won't take as many years. And he won't really have to go through the Senate. No, he'll probably still have to go through some somewhat of the Senate or the House, one of the two. But I see him being in politics forever and not being elected to president until he's old and decrepit like Joe. Well, I didn't see any chance of Biden getting in, but it happened. Rigged election, but he's in. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, Derek. There's one thing uh, Kamala can do. She can polish a guy. Oh, absolutely. I do think that there was enough done since that election to now to safeguard, at least in some states, to safeguard elections. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I mean, this is obvious why. Why would either side be upset at making elections more secure? And you can call out and say, oh, it's racist. These black people, they don't know where to go. The most racist, they, they don't have access to computers, which they do. It's not like they're living back on the fields. Back where Joe wants them. Where, where is that one here? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We're going to put you all back in chains. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I November is going to be a hard lesson for the Democratic Party. Uh, all right, back to mail. Here we go. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. It's not Bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? 
Yeah, no kidding, especially after the 2,000 mules came out. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Arnie, you've been talking a lot of wrestling lately, and I have to say I love it. Now, with that said, I am still expecting an actual Mount Rushmore of wrestling managers. My Mount Rushmore, and by the way, I've never done that. The right, And I want to do it. I haven't done a wrestling show, like an entire show show dedicated to it. Uh, mine would be Bobby the Brain Heenan, Mr. Fuji, Jimmy Mouth of the South, and Gold Dust Old Lady. Oh, Terry Runnels? She really a man? I mean, she was hot to look at, sure. Um, but believe me, next time I do a wrestling show, I am definitely going to do the Mount Rushmore of managers. Now, because mine, uh, no, we didn't really do one. We kind of half-assed it. Trying to, man, I mean, you got Paul Bear that you got to throw in there. Uh, Percy Pringle, even, he's the same guy. Man, Jim Jim Cornette would definitely be on my list. Paul Ellering, yeah. Oh, precious Paul Ellering, manager of the Road Warriors. Jim Cornette, J.J. Dillon for the Four Horsemen. You'd have to have him in there. Captain Lou Albano, Mr. Fuji. This is back when wrestling was great. They had managers out on there, and Jim Cornette had a, oh, shit, classy Freddie Blassie. You pencil neck geek. Man, managers used to be just the the truth. And you usually put a really talented wrestler who wasn't very good on the microphone. You'd put them with a with a, a good manager. Sensational Sherry. Okay. Like I said, next time we do a wrestling show. I promise, I promise, and I promise there will be a wrestling show soon. There's a lot going on in the wrestling business right now. Paul Heyman, I think if I had a Mount Rushmore, it would be, and and mine differs from y'all's all the time. I'd either have... Jimmy Hart is the face of it, or, or uh, Jim Jim Cornette. Jimmy Hart's going to be on there. The, actually, the, the face would be Bobby the Brain Heenan. It, it'd be Brain, Jim Cornette, Jimmy Hart, and then I'd probably have for, for oh, there was a guy here in Dallas called Gary Hart. He was amazing. Skandor Akbar. Holy shit. I'd probably have Paul Heyman at the back of that list because Paul Heyman was pretty spectacular. But like I said, we'll do a wrestling show. By the way, I'll have uh, I'll have a review for you on uh, SummerSlam on Monday. See, that's a good list right there. Uh, Bobby Heenan, Jimmy Hart, Jim Cornette, and Captain Lou. Yeah. Doctor of Style Slick, Downtown Bruno, a.k.a. Harvey Whippleman, Sir Oliver Humperdinck, Brother Love, a.k.a. Bruce Pritchard. Those are fantastic choices. 
I, I mean, there, there's so many good. There were so many good men, and it's hard for me to keep J.J. Dillon off. You had that Colonel Tom Parker guy, or that Colonel, the guy who was supposed to be like Tur- Colonel Tom Parker, not Elvis's manager, but but J.J. Dillon. I mean, you, you you held the four horsemen, the greatest faction ever, second to none. See, that'll be another one we have to do. And a faction is like four or five guys that aren't necessarily tag teams. The greatest faction of all time. And it will be until I die. And, and even 100 years after that, the greatest faction of all time is the Four Horsemen. The end. That, 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 that. None of this shit that Jericho's doing in AEW. The, the, the Hart Foundation, they would be in my final four. The Dangerous Alliance in the old WCW days had Steve Austin and Art Anderson in it together, along with Rick Rude. That was a hell of a stable. As much as I love The Undertaker, Paul Bearer was stuck me as a, a kid toucher. See, I remember Paul Bearer. My first glimpse of Paul Bearer was when he was Rick Rude's manager here in Dallas. He came out, he had a, a jacket that was like purple that had white stars all over it. Percy Pringle had bleach blonde hair. Big old fat dude still. And if you didn't watch the, the thing on The Undertaker, it was amazing because uh, Paul Bear was already in WWE and they were trying to figure out this angle for The Undertaker, and they found out that Percy Pringle, or whatever his fucking name is, Paul Bear, was an actual licensed mortician. The Heenan family, yes, oh, God damn, that was a great faction. Let's bring wrestling back to there, shall we? <sighs> All right, let's see. All right, uh-huh. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. And here, listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, why is it that no one, and I mean no one, except Tommy, is telling the truth about the border? I mean, how many more stories do we have to get where there are thousands of bills hitting the street that could actually kill thousands, if not millions of people, and nobody is going to jail for it? What kind of fucked up world are we living in right now? My uncle caught felony charges for weed once and he only had a joint. But these people have literally tons of drugs and they get off scot-free. That's from uh, Kevin. Oh, DX. Oh, fuck yeah, DX. DX, NWO. The NWO was a hell of a faction too. Nation of... Oh, Oh, man. We're going to have to do that one. Okay, so uh, so managers, next wrestling show we do, we're going to do managers and uh, factions. Factions. These are all great, by the way. Um, Senator Ted Cruz had a great interview on the border recently. He nailed it. Well, where they were showing the slavery that was going on, the human trafficking that was happening right there. 
that any of the progressives or the czar of uh, immigration is doing nothing, and I mean nothing about? Tired of yelling about it. I mean, they're not going to do anything. What the fuck do we care? NWO jumped the shark too much to be on that. You're, you're, I look. In my opinion, V Coop, you're a hundred percent right. Yes, we've done the tag team Mount Rushmore. Hold on a second. Let me let me, let me look that up on because I I keep all the pictures, and Young Harm can start doing pictures again, so I'm gonna have to hit him up. But uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, I did T-shirt time today. I I, I haven't. Oh shit, I haven't I haven't done the actual T-shirt. Have I, uh... It's T-shirt time? 12 times T-shirt time. It is 12 times. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God, shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Today I have a Dusty Rhodes t-shirt on that says, I've dined with kings and queens, but I've also dined in alleys eating pork and beans, daddy. Yes, we did the Mount Rushmore tag teams where the Steiner brothers, the Road Warriors, the Von Erics, and Harlem Heat were the Mount Rushmore. Now that would not be my Mount. I love the Von Erics. I don't know if I could have the Von. I mean, there's so many teams that are missing from that. But yeah, that that that, that like Arn and Tully, the Horsemen. But I'd rather put them up as factions. How can the Biden administration just sit back and let young girls age five to fifteen get sex trafficked, raped on the border? Because they don't care. It, it, and I hate to say it that way, 303, but those girls between 5 and 15 can't do shit for them. They're 5 to 15. Now, if they're 18, you're going to go ahead and try to save them, try to make them citizens. Why? Because they can vote. These girls 5 to 15, you can say 5 to 17. And we know how other countries undervalue women. And they treat them like second-class citizens. Mexico's no different. Are they better? I guess. Yes, they can, or they can help pump up the number of abortions that you have. Very true. But, 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 oh, no, 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 straight fire. These gals coming over for the border, they are definitely not going to get abortions. No. Because once they get pregnant and they have a baby on American soil, like Tommy was talking about, chaching, that baby's an American citizen. And you get all kinds of money for that. So these gals are coming over here, so that's what it's doing. They come over here, they get knocked up, they get on all sorts of government assistance, And then they'll end up voting for those people because, well, why do I want to work if the government's taking care of me?
Look up Androchrome and you will understand why. Also true, Arnie completely missed that. Yeah, it, 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 but, but I would have said the exact same thing until Tommy said it the other day. I didn't really think about it. They want them to get pregnant over here. Kid, that's gold. And maybe if you don't have a, a shipment of fentanyl to slip past when, you know, everybody's looking at the border when there's, you know, 40,000 people there and then there's like 10 people trying to cross over here. I'm betting that three or four of that 10 is pregnant. I can't blame people for wanting to live in America. I can't. We have we have buckies, we have water slides, we, we we have chimichangas. Holy shit. Hold the phone, everybody. Let me just tell you something. Gotta give up a bratty kid. Bratty kid yesterday, uh, it was her day to pick lunch. She was feeling uh, some Mexican food. Our favorite place in Dallas is called Desperados. It's over off Greenville. It's a little bit of a trek to get to, but I don't mind because it's good Mexican food. Holy shit, there's one in Garland. Like, literally 15 minutes away. I was like, holy shit. Same company, same owners. The owners are brothers. Yesterday, their special was burrito, was brisket burritos. I said, hey, hey, can, can I have brisket uh, chimichanga? And they said, yes, you can. I had a brisket chimichanga yesterday, and let me just tell you, holy shit, man. Holy shit. Probably the best chimichanga I've ever had. It's up there. It is definitely up there. We're working on a new website. So um, whenever it all gets done, I've seen the layout of it. I've seen it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be super easy to use. Um, there will be, I, I'm going to have a, a place on there for the places I eat in Dallas. So if you're ever looking for recommendations, I'm definitely going to be putting all my, uh, they, they won't be Yelp reviews cause I don't do Yelp, but they will be my reviews. Uh, brisket burrito. Damn. I just came at my desk. Oh, oh, they had brisket burrito. I had a brisket chimichanga though. The deep fried version of the burrito. Holy shit. Dude. It was so good. So good. Yeah, I, 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 I might. <laughs> Holy shit, breakfast chimichangas, I might give fat. Yeah, that is the true definition of Tex-Mex right there. And one of the pieces I got had, had, had you know, that perfect amount of fat. Oh, man, give me that fatty brisket all day long. That is good eating. Next letter, uh, so, I, so I don't kill you guys by making you all so hungry, thinking about that. Um, hey, listen up, it's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Artie, hey. you were talking about albums the other day and said that you would take G&R, uh, Appetite for Destruction, and you two's Joshua Tree. I thought long and hard about this, and I'm not sure if I would make uh, take music if it could only be from a couple of artists. I think I would make it. I'd take a soundtrack with me. <laughs> that way, I can hear a bunch of people instead of just one or two. Kathy, 
Ooh, boy, there's an interesting idea. How about that? Hold on a second. I got a good piece of paper here for this. Because I don't think we've done this before. How about the Mount Rushmore of greatest soundtracks? I mean, like, the, the, the soundtrack for, like, Grease. Forrest Gump soundtrack's pretty damn good. Yeah, I like this idea. I like this idea a lot. Maybe Have we done this one? What the hell just happened to my goddamn pen? Pen just fell out. Uh, Brad, I can give you an awesome recipe for carnitas tacos. Gas pan, uh, searing pork shoulder. With rib on it and slow cook with garlic, yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Fever and Pulp Fiction done, yeah. Oops, rub, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we work. We'll work on this for Monday. We will definitely. Funny story. <clears throat> okay, uh, we'll do soundtracks on Monday of Mount Rushmore. The Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Uh, there we go. Brock Breakfast Club Highlander Top Gun. Uh. WWF Music Volume 4 counts as a soundtrack. That's your winner. So, when I first started radio, this this is when we flipped from country to rock format. We were K-Hit Country, Hit Kicking New Country, K-Hit 104.5. We did a top ten of soundtracks, but we also did a final for soundtracks in your second year, I believe. Okay, I'll have to look through there. I'll have to look through there again. But thank you, Scott. I appreciate that. And uh, I really always that the, the one thing from uh, from Pulp Fiction that I I really loved more than anything was the Dick Dale song. The okay. Now now I always loved that. That's one of my favorite things. Um. But on the soundtrack, they had excerpts from the movie in. And somebody, the the week, it, it took us a week to flip formats because we all had to learn the new format. We had new systems in place. So what we were doing for the entire week was we were playing whatever we wanted. We didn't tell anybody that we were going to a rock format until the day we went. First song ever on Rock 104.5 was Keep Them Separated by Offspring. I was there. I played it. Um, but that week leading up to that moment, we just played whatever we want, and somebody brought in the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, and they just let it go on play. And I do believe, I do believe that something like something like this was on there. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. Here's what makes it so delicious for the fact that it wasn't me. This played at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and the person that put the CD player in, they were just letting the CD run. They were down the hallway doing something else. 
and, and all of a sudden you hear Well I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker motherfucker I'm super fly TNT I'm the guns of the Navarone Ezekiel 25 No but yeah Ezekiel 2517 has no cursing in it But that shit was going on People are running down the hallways All this kind of stuff Mayhem going on I got to work like three hours later And everybody was telling me what happened I'm like what a stupid fuck But I'm like I would have done the same thing it was still funny. Um, but getting back to this, if, I, if I'm on a deserted island, yeah, and I can only take a couple records with me, yeah, I'm, I'm still sticking. If if it's three, then I have a George Strait's Greatest Hits album in there. But GNR's Appetite and Joshua Tree, Joshua Tree is still such an amazing record. Uh, all right, last mail here. Here we go. All right, fantastic. Uh, wait, we gotta get back to this and go. Welcome to mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Ah, uh, this is from Dan. Says, okay, Arnie, tough guy. Okay. If you had to pick one of these five celebrities to fight, who would it be and why? Uh, okay. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Wahlberg, Ryan Gosling, Paul Rudd. Just thought I would have some fun with you in this letter. That's from Dan. Well, that's a great letter, Dan. Uh, who would I want to fight in that in that this make believe contest? First of all, we're going to go ahead and uh, excuse Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is not only a brick shit house; he still knows how to fight from those South Boston days. There in Dorchester, when I, when I, when when the Mac and uh, and Dorney were going out there and they were uh, singing over there in front of Harvard, they learned how to crack some skulls over there too. Yes, yeah, so uh, yes, Mark Wahlberg gone. I just watched this movie this weekend. Now, now, look, it's called The Gray Man. Now, you got to suspend your disbelief for a little bit. Okay, Captain America's in it, Chris Evans. And Ryan Gosling's in it. And this is a high-paced action movie. Billy Bob Thornton's in it. It's a good movie. I, I liked it a lot. I always thought that Ryan Gosling was always kind of a Nancy. He's, he's, he's not too bad in this movie. The problem I have with this movie is there's a fight scene, and I'm not going to tell you who wins, but kids are going to get confused because they're going to see Ken from the Barbie and Ken movie, Ryan Gosling, fighting Captain America. And in what world can Ken even hold Captain America's shield? Hopefully that's a long way down the road and, and plenty of therapy bills in between. So it comes down to Paul Rudd and Mark Ruffalo. Who would I want to beat up? I like Paul Rudd. I have Paul, Paul Rudd's a good old boy from, from Kansas City. I ain't got a beef with Paul Rudd. Mark Ruffalo, I am going to kick you inside out. 
You are such a crybaby. Oh, my God. I'm surprised you're still not on the teat, man. Ruffalo would cry as you beat him up, so that wouldn't be fun. Oh, those those tears are my gasoline. He better cry. Oh, I, oh, that would be a good one. That'd be a great guy to fight is Mark Ruffalo. Not so tough down with your CGI gone, huh? That's what I thought. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, nope, not going anywhere near that. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's go. Let's move this thing, shall we? Move that into work. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. Arnie Radio 1 at Gmail. Let me go, let me, let me go check the Gmail over there real quick. Make sure I'm all done with this stuff. I don't want to disappoint anybody. Uh, nope. Nope, 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 nope. That's it. All right. Quick. Uh, go delete there. Go here. Uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there you go. So if you have emails, send, send them to me, arningradio1 at gmail.com. We usually do them on Tuesdays. Today's a Wednesday. Today's a hump day. We're set back a day because Tommy was here yesterday. Uh, but uh, we'll take a break right now, and we come back. We will, oh, some weird stuff going on with TikTok. Uh, just strange.
Hey!
show comes out like on Thursdays. Um, I got 10 minutes left of this one. I don't have 10 minutes left. Okay, sweet. I got 10 minutes left. I got to see that. Uh, I think that's episode four or five. I'm not, I, I'm not sure. Um, but I haven't heard about a second season yet. So I'm not sure. It, because the star of the show... That Tarragon Egan guy, he might be the next James Bond. So, who knows? I know he's an executive producer on that show, and it's great. And it's fantastic. I can't wait for a team. Greg Kinnear's great in it. A fucking awesome show. Hold me close up, Tony Danza. Count the headlights on the highway. It's like Vince Neal singing a song. Um, all right. Uh, look, let's just, I want to get this over with. I want to talk about it. I want to be done with it. This has, has scarred my entire life. John Bonet Ramsey. They, they, uh, John Bonet Ramsey crime scene DNA could be ID'd in hours. Cold case researcher says his family pushes for answers. John Bonet Ramsey's brother is renewing his family's appeal to Colorado governor to allow an independent agency to conduct DNA testing to the murder of his sister, who was six. After a leading genetic investigator claimed she's confident her team could help. I am so tired of everything that has to do with John Benet. I think it's a terrible story. This little girl was murdered. We always thought it was the brother. Turns out that that some people think that Katy Perry is actually uh, John Benet. See, they took her and they, they kidnapped her and they held her away from her parents and then turned her into a pop star. That's what they did. That, by the way, that's a real story. That that that's a real story. Um, the chief genetic ge- uh, genealogist said in Australian sixty Minutes interview. That it could take as little as a few hours for her team to identify DNA collected the crime scene in 1996. Well, then do it. Well, I mean, do it. There are people. Oh, uh, Fred, I can answer your question right here. Um, he says, why in the fuck is this case still relevant? It should happen a lifetime ago, it seems. Because there are actually people all over the world that want the killer brought to justice. But th- this is what I look. D- don't get our hopes up, man. Don't, don't, don't do that shit. Don't say that you can be hours away and then you pull off dog shit. Mm. 
what they're saying. This guy could have done it. Belcher was 19 when her aunt and uncle found her stabbed to death in an apartment. Uh, she shared with her husband. Uh, nothing in the government's combined DNA system had matched the crime scene DNA. But at a news conference announcing the arrest, Moore was thought extensive testing DNA found the semen on Belcher's panties was able to generate a high-tech tip ultimately led police to a suspect who wasn't even on the radar. So there you go. I once dated a woman who works for the FBI and worked this case. She can only tell me that there are details of the case the public does not know of. So who knows? Well, and they always do that. They always leave stuff out. They don't give you the whole enchilada. It's like they left the cheese out. And if you bring the cheese to them, then they know you're the guy. In a shocking twist, the real killer is O.J. Simpson. Where was O.J.? I mean, was he in Chicago? Where's Cato? Cato can lead us to the answers. This whole thing, I mean, it was so long ago. I, I don't think that we should forget it by any means necessary. No, I'm not saying that. I, I'm just, I, I, all I'm saying is that don't get your hopes up. These poor parents get their hopes up. And this DNA thing is just a, a, a big old steaming pile of... <laughs> and John Bonet's brother killed Nicole. <laughs> Is the family going to be keen on it when, when they find that DNA could be the, the little brothers or the older brothers? Are we really going to be shocked then? I mean, I'm glad that there is one thing that came of that that made me appreciate the story, and that was opening me up to the world of pageant parents. Because some loved ones want justice. It's not about the media attention for them. It's for everybody else. They just want justice. I understand. I totally get it. But once again, this is one of those things with John Bonet. We've we we we've been brought to the edge a couple of times, and then nothing. We'll have Maury on the results say you are the killer. Well, if it turns out to be the dad or somebody like that. Why didn't they just tell us? Uh, the brothers, I think her dad is still alive. John Ramsey announced his plan to find daughter John Bonet's killer. So uh, here's John Ramsey here. And I, I get it for him. I totally get it. I'm so fat. Brendan, no, that's not, not fat. Him. It's the shirt. It's that damn shirt commercial again. Look at Nate. His true classic is tighter up. Nate's gay. Expectation to hopefully get the state of Colorado to intervene and have the uh, items from the crime scene that should be tested for DNA that haven't been tested. And that's what we're hoping for. And it's going to take a lot of help to get that moving. But, you know, government's a very reactive government, and we're talking about politicians, and we want them to do the right thing. And if they know there's enough people behind it, asking them to do the right thing, they'll... Here's my question. Because I, I, I look, look, here's the thing. I don't remember enough of the story. I know we covered it a long time ago. Um, 
why is the state of Colorado holding anything back? I understand there's aspects of the case that we don't know that the, that investigators are, are keeping our nose out of. I totally understand that. But what about the state of Colorado? Why are they not doing more? It's been, what, 20, 25 years? I just say, let those parents, man, give those parents an answer, for God's sakes. They deserve at least that. Did you see the news that uh, uh, fucking Lori Lightfoot, that stupid fucking mayor, you know her. Where's she at here? Nobody likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. Murderer. Who's absolutely done nothing about... And you know what? We didn't look at it. Hold on a second. Let's see. Um, uh, Google Chicago murders this weekend. I didn't look it up this weekend. I, I apologize. Was last weekend? No, last weekend wasn't 4th of July. Chicago violence, let's see. Uh, no, that's not what I'm looking for. This is it, maybe. Um, well, I didn't see this. I guess we didn't cover it last week. Um, Chicago's 4th of July weekend death toll surpassed the Highland Park shooting. There you go. That's all you need to know about Chicago is that they're, they're, it's it's crime-ridden. And yesterday, this guy got caught. They didn't get caught. They I guess they let him walk out the store. But the man went to a grocery store, or I'm sorry, to a Target. He has an ankle monitor on, and someone filmed him while he stole wine and other food items from the Target. He was wearing a mask, so he's COVID safe. He filled large sacks with stolen items. Security followed him. The incident is only the latest. Footage shows the unidentified man entering the wine and beer aisle. Loading up is already near full bag. The bag makes a solid clinking noise as he shoulders it and moves to find something that might pair well with the wine. They don't know if they reported him to uh, police, if store workers did, but guys walking through fucking Target with an ankle monitor stealing. Jesus. Uh, okay, oh, this is a Louis Vuitton store in Oak Brook yesterday, wherever that is. Oak Brook, okay, so you got some thugs that are running in. People are running for their lives. They're running in. They've got masks on. They know what they're looking for. They're grabbing all high-end bags they can. At the Louis Vuitton store, they're all wearing black hoodies. A couple of them are fighting over a bag. Oh, somebody jumped to get one of the bags. And out the door they go. Wow, 45 seconds. He was just trying to provide for his family, so it's okay. See, I get all excited about these stories, but then I remember in Texas, I can't do this. I can't go to the Louis Vuitton store in North Park and do this because I'll get shot. We use our police officers here. 
We don't have this $900 fucking limit that we can steal. And yes, it frustrates me. The big and tall stores here are amazing. Well, I could easily get $900 out of one of them stores. Them fat bastards ain't going to catch me. But I love that the, 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 the Chicago, the mayor, the stupid mayor, because the Bears want to leave. The Bears have uh, funding for, for to, to play in Washington Heights, which is a suburb of Chicago, which is what a lot of teams do. Cowboys do that. Cowboys haven't played in Dallas in fucking 50 years. They played in Irving, and now they play in Arlington. They're still the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but the mayor, uh, they, they had this w- weird offer on the table about, um, like, putting a dome on Soldier Field, and they're like, nope. You're on the air. Who's this? It's Hancock Jen. Hey, what's up, Jen? How are you? I'm Texan now. Are you really? Bobby. What what yes. part of Texas are you in? It, it all looks the same, dear. Um, Glenn... <laughs> Radio, Glenora, Glen something. Okay, so you're still way out in West Texas. Okay, yeah. I'm in lots of Texas, I guess. Okay, uh, you got to stop at a Whataburger. And you okay. Ha- and you have to stop at a Bucky's. If you see any ads for Bucky's, you have to go to Bucky's. Okay. And I'm just gonna go in there and tell him Arnie sent me. Well, it, it's like Bucky's is like the biggest gas station in the world. They have over a hundred pumps, and then they have this big oh giant store inside. Great! So I'm gonna go in and go to the bathroom and get lost trying to find my fucking car at the gas pump. Probably, probably, but they have the cleanest bathrooms known to mankind. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. How's the drive Perfect. going? Is the drive going good? It's going good. It's awesome. I just wanted to check in and let you guys know that we're doing great. Um, Mike's a little scared because we're in Texas right now, but, you know. Uh, just, just, just you know, uh, uh, follow the road signals and all that kind of stuff, and everything will be okay, I promise. Right, and he's got his long sleeve shirt, cover his arms, and we're golden. There you go. There you go. Good for you. All righty. Well, you have a great show. You're killing it with the radio. With well, the thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all have a safe drive. Goodbye, Mike. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Brady Kitt says, come visit us. Hey, Jen, I dare you to ask for tri-tip. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, get the beaver nuggets. Yeah, oh, if you go into Bucky's, you're going to be blown away. That's all I'm going to say. Get one of their chopped brisket sandwiches, too. Either that or the pulled pork. Oh, yeah, that's good shit right there. That is good eating. Yes, they have a barbecue pit right there in the middle of the gas station. That's how fucking redneck we are. We ain't fucking around, yo. Uh, Anybody who wants to go to the concert to see that horrible singer Adele... Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. I, I know. I, I beat everybody to the punch. I was wondering yes. if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, no, I don't want to meet. No, thank you. Arnie, did you watch the last BCS? What's BCS? I, I'm lost. BCS. Uh, they're really good. The nuggets are really good. 
Don't say tri-tip and take. No, we don't have tri-tip here. We have brisket. That's all we need. We have brisket. No tri-tip. Uh, anyway, if you want to go see her in Vegas, uh, there are some seats that are going up for uh, between. Are y'all ready for this? Her ticket prices. Oh, I need. I need a drum roll. Oh, better call Saul. Yes, better call Saul. I'll get right back to that. Um, Adele's tickets are being sold between six hundred dollars and forty thousand dollars a ticket. Wow. Ticket prices for uh, the tour, which run November 18th through the t- March 25th, start for more than $1,100 a ticket. Bruce Springsteen's tickets have gone up to $4,000 a ticket. $4,000 to see Bruce Springsteen piss all over America. Who has this money? Like, like, I don't understand. I don't understand how, like, companies like Louis Vuitton and these high-end companies, I don't understand how they stay in, in, in working. That many people have $5,000 laying around to buy a, a purse. And I, I, I'm not caught questioning your, your purchasing decisions. I say more power. If you want to buy it, buy it. That's fine. That's great. But it's hard to believe there are that many people around that have that much money. I'm always blown away when I watch the, the, the million-dollar listing show uh, that's based out of uh, New York City. New York City! Yeah. Um. But, like, some of those penthouses go, they'll sell them for, like, $22 million cash. And I know somebody doesn't have, like, you know, a couple of Brinks trucks driving up with $22 million cash to hand over for the title. I get what it's all about, but still. Oh, yeah, Springsteen hates America like a champ. Does she let you put it in her butt for that amount? What, $40,000? Oh, I'm getting a foot in her ass. She wants to meet and have a sumo match. You have to fi- let her finish. $4,000 to see Bruce Springsteen. Really? I mean, the $40,000 for, for her is just... I, I tell you what, man. If you spend $40,000 to see Adele... It's me. Yeah, okay, yeah. You didn't say hello that time. I was wondering no. if after no. all these years you'd like to meet. No, I don't want to meet you. No, there's nothing to go over. Get out. $40,000? You spend $40,000 to see Adele. You deserve to get your ass whooped. I mean, she, she's got to at least queef you while she's on stage. If I'm spending $40,000, I'm sitting next to her on stage while she sings. 
I can't imagine it's much of a stage show. She's not going to be running around and dancing like Britney Spears. It is her, after all. I wouldn't spend 4,000 pennies on Bruce Springsteen, nor, nor would I. So I'm not worth $40,000. If you want to spend $40,000, I, I, you can spend it. I said do what you want with the money. But $40,000 on, on Adele? I mean, God damn it! I said it again. Hello. Yeah, shut up. You charging forty grand? It's me. Shut up. Forty thousand dollars. TikTok moms remove videos of their kids from the app over fears they are being targeted by pedophiles. After footage of TikTok's most popular three-year-old girl is saved by thousands of men, and all I have to say to that is surprise, surprise, surprise. What the fuck? These moms have noticed that, that like, there's this little save feature that you can have on the right, and they can see how many times it's been saved. And this mom saw that her child's picture was saved by thousands of people, mostly men. And, and now you're questioning TikTok on this? What did you think was going on? Why, why, why do you think that your three-year-old has so many followers? I, I just want you to think about that. Is your three-year-old really that talented to where they have three million followers? I mean, is the kid cute? Okay, great, but they're three. And and by the way, these moms are now taking down these pictures and these videos and stuff. And I'm just here to say it's too late. I, I, I'm sorry to tell you, too late. It, and this is not going to sound good. This is going to sound gross, and it's wrong. But I and I know it's wrong. But to these moms that put their kids on TikTok, yeah, people are jerking off to it. Sick, deranged people are jerking off to it. That, that, that's what they're doing. But you had no idea? I mean... Golly! What kind of piece of shit exploits children all over? Oh, that, look, 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 look. There are plenty of people that put their kids all over TikTok. Facebook, there's pictures. Look, look, hey. If the pedophiles didn't have TikTok, they'd have Instagram. If they didn't have Instagram, they would have Facebook. Okay? This whole idea that it's, the, that it's A, the parents' fault. Look, there are sick, deranged people out there. They're the ones to blame. They're the people. You, you, we grew up. Let, let, let's go back in time with us. We grew up and relatives that were older than us, we've all had those baby pictures where we're taking a bath or where we're naked as babies. 
Well, now that's considered pedophilia. Because so many people got worked up because there were people doing nasty things to those pictures they found online. Joe Biden sniffed his computer screen when looking at your kids' pictures. Exploiting children. Ask JonBenet Ramsey's mom. Yep. You want to talk about... Look, look. We watch this show, and, and it, it is so hard to watch because... There's so much not truth being told in this. The problem is, is that this young, this, this young girl, Honey Boo Boo, who I've never understood to fascinate. I, I, I don't get it. Like, like, like cheapskates. I married a mama's boy. I get that. I get that cringeworthy. Fa- this is, this is beyond cringeworthy to watch what they've done to this little girl. And, and the way they've exploited her from then until now, and they're continuing to do so, that show her mother is a vile piece of human garbage. I remember when the show first came out, they showed Mama June take off her shoe, and she had bugs living in her feet. Now, how in the fuck... Can you allow children to live with a mother who's got bugs coming out of her feet? And in the latest garbage of this, so the sister wants custody of Honey Fat Fat at 16 and wants child support from Fat Mama June. Well, rightfully so, because Fat Mama June is the mama. And she asked for a certain amount because, and and by the way, it's public knowledge of what they make on the show. Mama June makes like 50 grand for every episode she's on. And she said she couldn't afford to send her own daughter $2,000 a month. And by the way, that will only be for the next 24 months. So one episode could pay for two years of child support. But they keep fucking putting this young girl out on display. And now she's going to have some kind of lap band surgery where she's going to get thin. And then she's going to blow up again. And she's going to get thin. And then there's probably going to be a drug problem somewhere in there. And they've just exploited this girl. I remember a story he did years ago where a dad took a picture of him and his four daughters wrapped in a towel out of the bath. Some lady working at the photo booth in Walmart had him arrested for child pornography. Yes. Yes. See, we've allowed those people to have a voice. We've allowed crazy nutbags to have a voice. And once you give one of them some notoriety or some credit, then you're going to have to start giving it to more and more and more and more. Instead of us telling those people, get out of the courtroom, your, your opinion doesn't fucking matter. Adios. Uh, I, I'm going to stop you there, V. Coop. And four shows will buy you a ticket to see that concert lady that we were just talking about in Vegas. There you go. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Like, You know, these moms want to put their kids up on TikTok. Okay, that's great. You know, I I wouldn't, but that's me. 
If that's what you want to do, then you do it. But then don't come out and go, oh, my God, there are people looking at that dirty. That's what the Internet is. I will say this right now. The Internet was created for fucking horny dudes. Yeah, I mean, you can get some good stuff. You can find some good deals on the Internet. But the Internet was created for one simple thing. So men could masturbate at work. That's why I was getting, look, ask Al Gore. He'll tell you. Man, oh, man, these work days are tough. It's tough to, you know, use my mind and visualize while I masturbate in the office. If only I had a way to watch some pornography at my desk. I can't just bring my television set in here and then hook up a VCR. Oh, I guess I'll just be blue balled. Wait there, horny business guy. We have this invention called the Internet where you can go and you can log on and find whatever you want. If you like rim jobs that are clockwise, click here. Rim jobs that are counterclockwise, click here. Uh, I, I mean, that's what the Internet's for. And women use it for the same thing. I know you women get off on pornography, and I applaud you for it. Just admit it. Just admit it. That's fine. I don't care. I'm not judging you. It's better for guys to stay home and masturbate to picture your kids than to masturbate with your kids. Yes, I, I would probably agree with that, even though I'd want to stay away from anything like that. Um. This story is so awful. I, I, I mean, the, the first part of this story, there's no getting around it. And to look at this dude's mugshot, he got the shit beat out of him by cops. Aaron Joseph Trout, 31-year-old man. It's pronounced cockwise and counter-cockwise. I apologize, Kale. Um. He was arrested Friday and charged with one count of murder in connection to the suspected beating death of a two-year-old girl who was not actually his daughter. Alpena Police Department uh, investigated after a woman was dropped off at a hospital seeking medical attention for the toddler. Um... He dumped her badly beaten body at the hospital and told the judge in his arraignment, this is the best part. You ready? So the guy just beat a two-year-old to death, and he tells the judge, hey, judge, I need to be released from jail so I can start my new job. Now, I don't know if, if I should applaud him for... For taking his job seriously? No, no, no applause of him? No, okay, yeah, that, that really wasn't even an option, applauding him there. Um, dude, you beat to death a two-year-old. I don't think that you're going to be getting out anytime soon. Your new job is to be an anal receptacle. Yeah. Uh, appearing in district court, he told the uh, judge he needed to be released to start a new job Wednesday. 
The judge was not sympathetic and denied bond, citing Trout's prior history of criminal assault, uh, resisting police, failing to appear, substance abuse, and the overall look of him of being the shit beat out of him. Judge said he is prohibited from using the Internet and cannot contact the victim's family. He may make phone calls while jailed, but must first request and receive permission. Brother, let me just tell you, you beat to death a two-year-old little girl, your days in the jail are numbered. Please say the job was a daycare. I, it, it doesn't say what his job was. He should have kicked it in the car. They would have gotten off. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't do anything. You learn. I, I, I saw a video down here telling people to leave something important in the back of your car. Unbelievable. Uh, anybody still a fan of Subway? I, I, I'm not sure. I, I can't find those people anymore that are fans of Subway. Uh, but Subway is offering free sandwiches for life to one person who gets a foot-long tattoo on their torso during the sandwich shop's promotional event this week. Uh, there was a block party in Las Vegas where the first person who received a 12-inch tattoo a 12 by 12 logo of the Subway Series promotion will be awarded free sandwiches for life given as $50,000 of gift cards every year. Uh, a three by three tattoo on a person's shoulder blade, forearm, or calf will get them free sandwiches for a year. Um, Jared and Juicy are the best spokesmen they ever had. Jared already got life, so he does he get free sandwiches? Now, 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 look, look. I ain't got nothing wrong with Subway. But when it comes to sandwich shops, we, we, we all have to admit the Subway's down near the bottom. I mean, we don't even know what's in their fucking tuna. They don't even have fish DNA in their tuna. Is really getting a free sub for life worth a Subway tattoo? I mean, I'm sure you can get it covered up and all that kind of stuff, unless you have to show it every time you get a sandwich. That's what I would do. If I was Subway, I would say, hey, Every time you get a sandwich, you got to show that tattoo off. That way they don't cover that shit up. As soon as you cover that shit up, boom, you're off the, no more for you. Oh, no, they're, they're kicking me out of Subway. I can no longer have Subway subs. Whatever will I do? Oh, I'll go to Jersey Mike's. Or Firehouse, or, or anybody that's better than them. Which witch? Uh, what, what, what's that place that we always go to? Uh, the melting pot, not the melting pot, the, 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 the other sandwich place. Subway is the Kmart of sandwich shops. Absolutely. All right, last story here. Remember Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy here yesterday, uh, tomorrow. 
Potbelly, that's the other place. Yeah, those are way better sandwich places. Now, once again, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you that nature is not your friend. Okay? I, I, I'm just telling you. I'm warning you. It's not your friend. Shocking video, which we do have. Let's watch this, shall we? Fox Nation's hit series is back. Oh, Brian Kilmeade host. Who cares? Who is Alec Baldwin? Rise to stardom. And the Alec Baldwin is a big piece of trash. That's who Alec Baldwin is. All right, here we go. Come on, give me sound. All right, we're in an ocean somewhere. People are swimming around. Oh, my. Oh, there, there seems to be a tussle going on between some sea life and, and a human. Get out! Yeah, get out, get stupid. Out! Get out, motherfucker. Get out! See, even the stupid people around him know. That lady needs to watch her tone a little bit get with me. God. Shut up, bitch. Get out. Get out. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. By the way, by the way, this is this is in Hawaii where a nursing monk seal brutally attacks swimmer in shocking video. Oh, well, I, I need to watch more of the brutal attack here. Hold on. Let's go. Yep. Oh, they're, they're rolling back and forth. Is that another seal that's jumping in? Uh-oh. Yeah, good job. What good job, stupid? Oh, here comes somebody in a boat to save the pussy. All right, he, he's getting down. No more cool shit's about to happen. That sucks. So he was attacked by a, uh, a nursing mother monk seal after the lady from California got too close to her seal pup. Hawaii Department of Land and Natural Resources released a statement recounting the brutal Sunday morning attack that left the female swimmer um, with lacerations on her face and back and arms. It was about 150 feet off of Kaimea Beach in Honolulu's proper surfing district of Waikiki. Yeah, Waikiki, that's not very popular. Nobody goes there. Watch out for those fucking seals. They'll attack you now. I mean, honestly, we used to rely on the seals. The seals were our friends. And now the seals are like, enough is enough. You people shit in the water too much. You get too close to my damn kids, I'm going to fuck your shit up. Tell you what, I'm having some seal burgers that night. Get me some seal skin boots out of that shit. Mm-hmm. I'll get them caps to put on the top of my pony uh, boots. And I, I'm, I'm going to get, what am I going to get for that? Uh, I'll get some ivory from, a, from an elephant that I shoot. Uh, 
Uh, or Oh, no, no, I'll use the tusk from a walrus. There you go. I like that. Maybe I'll put some whiskers on the boots. I don't know. Once again, nature, not your friend. That guy's just, this lady, the 60-year-old elementary school teacher, is just swimming around having a fun day in Waikiki. Why not? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, big old seal comes swimming at you and says, mm-hmm. If that's fucked up, that second seal didn't legally tag in. The ref should have DQ'd her. Amen to that. They weren't holding on to that little rope at the turnbuckle. It's bullshit. And that's the end of the show, too, today. Goddamn seals attacking now. I, I, I don't even want to know what's next. Gerbils are going to start carrying around hatchets. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Uh, until then, happy hump day, hump day, hump day. And I will see everybody manana. So adios, everybody. I never saw the end inside. Fools are kind of blind Thought everything was going all right But I was running out of time Cause you had one foot out the door I swear I didn't see But if you're really going away Here's some final words from me Baby, write this down Take a little note To remind you In case you didn't know Tell yourself I love you And I don't want you to go Write this down Take my words And read them every day Keep them close by Don't you let them fade away So you'll remember What I forgot to say Write this down You need to know So use it as a bookmark Stick it on your refrigerator door Hang it in a picture frame Up above the mantle Where you'll see it for sure Baby, write this down Take a little note To remind you In case you didn't know Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go Write this down Take my words and read them every day Keep them close by, don't you let them fade away So you'll remember what I forgot to say Write this down You can find a chisel Be reading 
is outside waiting to arrest him.